I mean, I'm talking, I'm, that's right up my street, really. Um, but anyway, anyone who doesn't know who I am, uh, Quincy, one of the leaders here, that's me, um, and one of, one of our elders as well. And um, if you are joining us today, it's a little bit different. Last week, we did a bit of a part one about God's big picture, and today we're doing a part two, which is, a, is down, to, down to us, really, our context, looking at where God's kingdom is breaking out in our context. Last week, we talked about how God's kingdom is vast and powerful. It's interconnected, and we're part of it. And through relationship with other churches, we've built friendships, and uh, they're longstanding and valuable to us. And we, we, uh, we gave out last week, I don't know if we did this on the door this week, but we gave out puzzle pieces. Has anyone got their puzzle piece with them? Yes, Martin. <laughs> yes, Kate. Yes. And uh, we did. And so don't worry if you haven't got one. It was really for illustration purposes. And we did this about a year ago where I gave everybody a puzzle piece. Has anyone still got their bit of Where's Wally from last year? Yes, Julia and Joe. Great. Good. Well, it was just to remind you that you are part of something much, much bigger than yourself. And that theme really runs in today because we are a family, we are a church family, and we're part of something bigger than just our individual selves. And uh, I just wonder, around the room, have we got the other pieces for this puzzle that I put out last week? So Alice, I think you've got, uh, we'll wait for your one, Kate, I think. Sophia, have you got one? Have you got Mexico? Someone else got Zimbabwe? Yes, come on, Alice, let's have Zimbabwe. Uh, who else have we got? Newground is around. I think Jude's got Newground. Yeah, here it is. Like, yeah, bring it up, Sophia, that's fine. Sorry. Great, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, we'll pop it in there. I think that one goes there. I'm going to get it wrong now. That's upside down. Put that. <laughs> Can you put your one in there? What do you think? Yes, well done, Ruben. Good job. There we go. Marvellous. So you can't use a homemade puzzle just once for a sermon. You, you have to use it at least twice. So there we are. We have. But thank you, boys. Well done. There we are. So we, we, we completed this puzzle, which was essentially to demonstrate that we're part of something bigger in the kingdom of God, and it's also in our context as well. You're all part of this family. Now, we're going to, we, we already know that God is moving in power around the world. You heard some stories last week. I don't need to go over them again, but I want to encourage you right now uh, for what is coming up in this next term. Hi, Jenny. Now, <laughs> go on, you can go with Claire. Go on. There you go. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, but firstly, I want to encourage you because before you look forward, I always think it's good to look back because you can give thanks to God for all he's done and that like springboards you into the future. And so that's what we're going to do just briefly. So for us as a church, there's more of us here than there were a year ago. Hooray! That's exciting. Um, not just because we've had loads of babies, uh, but because God has brought people in from all around Oxted and the surrounding areas. Praise God. We've, we've baptized people in every term this year. Yes, and we're going to try and baptize some more in this term and in the next term as well. And, uh, and when someone came to a baptism last year, they reviewed us on Google. <laughs> How many stars do you think they gave us? They gave us three. Unbelievable. Three out of five. Not, not bad. Not bad for the kingdom of God breaking out, right? Like three out of five. Anyway. And I, and I quote them when I say, no bad vibes or people to report on. There you go. And, and they said, Priest Quincy was welcoming to all. There you go. So there you go. You can, you can look it up yourself. It's on Google for, our, for this venue. Ah, oh, dear. So, <laughs> in the last year, 
people who have reviewed us on Google. And, uh, and, and God brought seven people in their 20s and 30s to just looking in Alpha, which was amazing. Of whom Sophie was one who got baptized uh, last term as well. And, uh, and we're still in touch, and they're walking towards Jesus still. We're encouraging them, aren't we, Lewis? <laughs> we're still encouraging them. And we went away to Otford Manor last year. Do you remember that? Or last term, you remember that? Yeah, we had a great time together. We, we did lots of things on that weekend. We worshipped, we prayed, we, we brought members in on that weekend. That was really exciting as well. People who had decided, yep, I want to commit to being part of this family, part of the puzzle. Last uh, year, last term even, we brought Rachel in to staff team. Yay! Woo! What an asset and a blessing she is in so many ways. She's got this burden for prayer, which you've been hearing about. She's saying, come on, let's pray. Let's get, get on calling God some more. And it's like God saying to us, I sent you a Rachel. I sent you a Rachel to tear you up to pray. And then and more encouragement to pray from the bakers uh, just there as well. So we've got to pray. That's something we're going to do this term. And God spoke to us through our sermon series. We did Church as Family, focusing on love for God and love for one another those three words, loving, authentic, family, turns out those three words, if you search those three words on th- what three words, uh, you end up in China. So sadly, it's not here, but it, you know, maybe one day, who knows. But uh, that's what we're aiming for. It's what we've really got in our DNA anyway as a church. Just want to emphasize that. It's part of who we are. Uh, we looked at the Everyday Supernatural series. We got into the gifts of the Spirit. And if you're new with us or you've recently joined, you just need to know we go after that in God. We go after the supernatural because he's not a natural God contained to what you can see. He is supernatural. And so we rejoice in tongues being interpreted. We rejoice in prophecy. We rejoice in angelic songs being lifted up. We rejoice in miracles. We rejoice in Martin's healing of his shoulder last week. Fantastic. I saw you praising earlier on, Martin, with that arm in the air. I love that. And we're encouraged by that supernatural series. We're still going after that. And so if you If you've never undertaken any of those gifts before or you've never gone after them, well, don't rule yourself out. Do not disqualify yourself. If you're part of this family, the the expectation is God is going to grow you and encourage you and build you up and enable you to do those things as well. I remember that experience myself coming here uh, 10 years ago, I say, uh, a little bit more than that now, um, experiencing these things and going, how could I ever even get involved in that? But lo and behold, I was discipled, I was trained, I was shown the way to go in how to go after God in being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And we'll do more of that in the next year. We looked at transform living, living everyday life for Jesus, uh, found our belonging, our identity, our purpose in him. That was the second half of Ephesians. And we did the parables as well, small stories with big truths behind them in the summer. And across this last year, we've actually continue to serve in food bank. We're a food bank satellite. Robin completed his run. Yay! Diana told me, so you can still sponsor him if you want. All that funding going to food bank. And we support um, the Connect Center with Christian Money Advice. And now Judy is taking that on. Thank you, Judy, from Neil. Well done, Neil, for holding that mantle. And well done, Judy, for taking it on. And in the last year, and you might not know about this so much because we don't talk about it so much, but the New Ground Academy is like our uh, streamlined training venue for leaders and future leaders and five people have graduated from two years of academy and we really want to celebrate them so we will take a moment another Sunday to uh, hand over certificates and things and say praise God but Rosemary, Sophie, Christian, Diana and Hannah all did academy last over these last two years so well done you guys and yep well done you 
And Nikki, Verity, Joe, and Jen, uh, they are starting now. And uh, if you want to start Academy, if you want to know more about that, go on the Newground website. Uh, there's still time to sign up. If you do want to join in in October, you can for the next two years. So God has done a lot among us, right? Yep, he's done a lot. And we're believing him for even more kingdom advance. We want to see God's kingdom advance, and he does it, and he partners with us, or we partner with him. And so I just want to encourage you now as we look ahead together and press on with God together. We're going to continue doing church as family, and there's a whole series on this you can listen to from last year, but we're going to continue to build on the love that we have for God and the love we have for one another. In keeping with this command from Jesus in John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35, Jesus says this just to his disciples just before they head off and he goes to the cross. He says, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. You see, Jesus, he modeled self-sacrificial love for people. And we, his disciples, we follow in his example. And we've really had this impressed upon us. We've done it a lot in the last year. It is in our DNA. And we're going to continue to do it as we all meet here together on Sundays. We're going to share life together from the youngest to the oldest. And uh, God really dropped this illustration for me uh, yesterday just while I was uh, musing on it once again. We are like a team We are like a rugby team. Who's been watching the rugby? Anyone? Yeah? I think Nicole said she's kind of watched every game, which is pure dedication. It's just amazing. But I want us to be, and I think what I have in my mind is, and what God's impressed upon me, is this analogy of a rugby team. And so let's run with this for a minute. So first thing, we're all driving in the same direction. We're all going one way together as a unit, as a family. And when then the hits come, when someone comes in for a tackle, bang, well, We might shock for a moment and go, what do we do? What do we do? But then we all rally round like they do in a rugby match. I've just seen it. It looks like chaos. They all just jump on, don't they? Or barge through. But apparently there's some real strategy behind doing that, which is sometimes what it feels like here, right? Like sometimes you're like, what is happening? But there's a strategy to keep the ball moving forward. Just to continue it, sometimes we're going to take some hits. Sometimes things are going to go badly wrong perhaps, and we'll have to sacrifice ourselves to one another. I see that one guy or girl is running with the ball, and they, they know they're just going to get hit, and they pass the ball, and then they go, ah, and then they get hit, and they get taken out. They probably don't do that. Those big manly men probably just go, give me more. Like, just like, I, would, I would go, ah, like, try to get out of the way. But we'll take hits for one another, so bang, bang, we sacrifice ourselves for one another. That's what we're doing here. We're giving up Our own preferences, maybe. Our own desires. We're giving ourselves to one another. And when one of us makes an error, have you seen it when they make a knock-on? They don't go, what are you doing? They just pat each other on the bum. (laughs) It's it's just like, there, there. I I don't know. I just don't quite understand it. But in rugby, they don't have a go at each other. It's it's interesting. They're disciplined. They're self-control. Do you you see self-control a lot in the scriptures? particularly New Testament, self-control is so strong that they, they just keep that discipline a lot of the time. And it's, it's kind of impressive in that way. And, and again, like, if we make an error here or something goes wrong, we're not going to condemn one another. We're not going to come down hard on each other. We're going to show grace. And it, it's going to be the case that sometimes we might feel like we're losing, but we'll do that together 
It might feel like sometimes we've lost, and there might be grief that we experience, but we will do that together. And when somebody crashes through the line and lands that ball in, and hits the try, we're going to celebrate together. We're going to do these things together. And when one sinner turns and repents, we're going to praise God and join in like the crowd in the stadium with all the angels as well. And, and really in my heart, I see people looking in on us when we're gathered, when we're in our places of work, when we're at home, when we're in cafes and go, wow, those people, those believers in Jesus, they are a proper unit. They stay together. They are so tight-knit in relationships, known and knowing one another, being open and vulnerable. And that's kind of what it takes to be known, is you have to release perhaps some of what you haven't before for people to, not everybody, but just individuals who you know will faithfully pray, who will faithfully follow up to say, are you doing okay? Who will show forgiveness if you have a ratty day and you send them uh, the wrong message or you sin against them. They'll forgive you and they'll have compassion on you and we're not only a team in my, in my heart there, we're a team with a dream, which is pleasing because it rhymes, but it's, it's also true. A dream, a dream that when someone walks through the door and they come into this space on a Sunday, God's presence is so tangible that they would get a glimpse of God's kingdom breaking out. When they see us loving one another, when they see us praising through song or spiritual gifts, when we bear each other's burdens help one another out, encourage each other, exercise self-control, because that is what we must do. It's going to take that sometimes. That people would say, wow, those people truly love Jesus, and they truly love one another. That's that's my team with a dream. I'm going to hold on to that. I like that uh, for a while. And if you're new with us, or or even if you're not, you you might struggle. This might be tricky. You might be thinking, yeah, okay, where do I fit into that? How do I belong to this team? Well, I just want to say, whatever your generation, whatever your age and stage of life in this moment, you've got, a, you've got a role to play and you belong. Each person's got something to bring from the youngest to the oldest. And, and if you need help to work out what that is, well, please do talk about it. Please do come and speak to myself, Kevin, Dale, someone you trust in the church. Help them, uh, ask them to help you with it. And, and this is what we're called to, self-sacrificial love that is demonstrative. And, uh, and it's not easy. In our culture, it is counter. It is counter to that. And it is tiring. And it is hard work. But I believe we're doing it out of obedience. I really do. That it's good, that it's of God, and that he will get the glory as a result. And I know it's different, but it's, it's really that. It's really in there. <laughs> it's really in there. Everyone has a role as we keep doing church as family this term. And we're going to continue uh, being intentional about this. Uh, I think Maybe, maybe occasionally people have got a concern that we're just going to stay as we are. Nothing's going to change. Well, actually, we are going to try and develop this culture, refine it, work on it hard together. And there's two specific things we're doing to sort of keep working at this. Uh, one is that uh, Claire and a team of me and Lauren are going to start a life group for our children ages 5 to 11. So please pray for us. And uh, we're going to seek to grow, encourage, teach our youngsters about Jesus We want to disciple them. We want to train them. We want to bless them. We also want them to to grow in their understanding of of where they belong in our our Sundays together, where they belong across the church. And uh, and the group doesn't have a name yet, (laughs) so we're going to ask the the children what they think they should call it and see what they come up with. 
And that's going to happen every, every Saturday morning for now. We're just going to see how that goes. We're just going to give it a good try uh, and see how we get on. Another thing we're going to do this term is start a, a small team, bring together a small team called our family support team. And uh, again, they're going to contribute to this culture. And they do what, exactly what they say on the tin. They're going to support the church family across the board in many, many ways. And, and that includes things like welcoming visitors who might be unfamiliar with our culture, uh, supporting perhaps families with small children, uh, single parents or carers as well, giving them a short break from time to time just so they may uh, get a bit of relief now and again, and, and helping anyone who might come in perhaps on their own, for example. We're, again, we're committed to, to caring for the whole family, not just one certain area or demographic. And, and also they'll be on hand to, to help anyone with additional needs or additional support in this particular setting. And so that's a Sunday edition. And, uh, and they'll be trained. Uh, that's how it's going to work. They'll have DBS checks and some kind of identification to help them, uh, help them in this context on a Sunday be noted as, okay, so they're serving in that way this week. And, um, and that hopefully will contribute and help. And uh, again, as part of that training, they'll be trained to, to move slowly, to not impose themselves. Uh, again, their aim will be to, to be faithfully present. I think that's the best phrase I can give you to define how they will work, is faithfully present among us on a Sunday, and that'll be part of their role. And why, why do we do that? Why do we think that team's going to help and why it's important? Well, because actually we value every member of our church family, and we're aiming to grow in this culture, and they will, I'm sure, inspire uh, love and care even in even greater measure than it is at the moment. And it, it just communicates that value we have for everybody who comes uh, to join in praising Jesus on a Sunday. And so that's a note. Uh, that's two things we're going to do. And just a couple of notes on uh, safety. Um, again, just speak to parents and carers for a moment specifically. You are responsible for children, for your children at all times. And, uh, and they may want to help pack down, and we're conscious of that. Uh, but actually, we've noticed that there is quite a lot of risk involved in children and pointy chair legs. Uh, and we've noticed there's a bit of risk involved in children and banners. And so it's best to just let the meeting makers take care of the chairs and the banners. But if you want to uh, participate with your child in, in helping, them, helping, helping them help, uh, rolling up the mats and, and wrapping around the Velcro and taking them out to the, the hallway is a really helpful thing to do. There's a lot less risk. There's a lot less chance of getting an eye uh, lost. Uh, and they're light and they're soft. And, you know, that's, that's an appropriate thing to do. So we just want to highlight that as well. Uh, I've just tried it twice, two weeks in a row with my boys, and they're, they're very good at it. I don't know how long it's going to last that they'll want to do it, but they do it in the meantime. So uh, I can commend them to you and that. And just lastly, on this theme of church's family, um, if you're finding any aspect challenging or, or hard or you, you have questions, I, I can ask you, I ask you, please come and see myself, come and see Dale, come and see Kevin. Come and talk to us about it. It's, it's really, really important that we do that. I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, it's so good to talk. And so that's, that's one particular area we're going to develop this term in those ways. And in future, we may just gradually, incrementally make marginal gains in that, in that culture. And that's okay. And uh, if you don't know what marginal gains are, uh, just Google that later on. But uh, it's just little ways that we can develop and increase and help. And I'm confident that as we do that, I'm fully persuaded that as we go through this together, uh, it will pique the interest of people who look in the door, uh, people who come through, people who observe us loving God and loving each other on a Sunday.
So that's one particular area we're going to look to develop. Another thing we're going to do this term uh, is all about witnessing. And I'll just touch on these last two things briefly. At the end of Matthew's gospel, Jesus sent his followers into the world, as you know, to disciple all the nations. And in Acts 1.8, we know this verse well, I'm sure. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And then Jesus departs. He ascends into heaven and he leaves them for 10 days to wait on the Spirit. And the Pentecost happens and the Spirit comes and literally sets them aflame in public, which is always a fun story to tell. And as they say, the rest is history because we're still talking about Jesus who came, who died on the cross, who was resurrected from the dead today. We're still sharing him with people. And, uh, and we're going to continue to do that in this term because we want to see even more people come to know the truth about Jesus so that truth can set them free. We want to see your friends and your neighbors and your relatives born again and saved, added to the kingdom of God, don't we? Yes, we do. We do. So one of my friends said to me once, train while it rains, <laughs> which I think means train while it's raining outside. I think is what he means. But what he says is, what he's trying to say to me, I think, is take a season to, oh, for you, uh, take a season to train, to practice, to be disciplined in something. And we're going to do that about witnessing. We're going to start a series in October called Everyone a Witness. And uh, we're going to look to grow in confidence step out, in stepping out, sharing our story, sharing the gospel. And we're going to do within that a little course called Take a Step. And uh, so that everyone from the youngest to the oldest can become a better witness. And and at the end of the term, as we've mentioned, Adrian Holloway is going to come and speak here at our carol service on the 10th of December at 10.30. And this guy, Adrian, is an excellent, excellent evangelist. Uh, but we're not all evangelists, are we? No. But we can all be witnesses. We can all share what we've seen and what we've heard with a friend or a neighbor. And so we're going to do this course we're going to do the sermon series, we're going to get some flyers made up, digital and in physical, and we're going to go for it. In a really big way, we're going to invite as many people as we can to, to fill this room, but I can't emphasize enough that filling this room is not the dream. Filling the county, filling the district, filling the nation is the real dream of seeing Jesus come in power, and we're only going to do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, we want to see a huge increase in God's kingdom, but, well, let's start with our own individual effort in terms of inviting people and relying on the Spirit to help us be shaped into better witnesses. We can all do that. So that's another thing coming up this term. One last thing to mention is prayer. Great example of prayer from our testimony slot today from the bakers uh, praying hard and, and having someone surprise them. Well, I would love to be surprised by prayer more and more in this term. Last week, we were stirred up. We had a prophetic word from Nikki right here in, in Oxted um, in the church. She, she stamped up and down because she gets excited. And uh, she said, wake up. I, if I stamped my feet, you would know I'm here. And she was talking from the angle of God. And then we had Jane come up and share how she got a new camera and the lens was the, the important bit. And she talked about seeing everything the way God sees it. Well, that's how he sees it. He sees the kingdom. And then we had Joe drawing our attention to the river of living water that we can receive if we ask Jesus to come and fill us again and again. And then on Tuesday night, we had a buzzing prayer meeting. I wish you could have been there. We, we ran out of time because uh, we just got so drawn in 
to praying about the kingdom coming. In Oxted and the surrounding areas, we prayed for revival. We prayed for Holy Spirit fire. We prayed for zeal. We, we prayed that along with the many physical babies we've got coming, that we would see many spiritual babies come, people born again and, and added to this, this family. And so we've got more opportunities than ever to pray. Some of them have been mentioned or, to, already. But in summary, Tuesday afternoon, spirit-filled prayer. Once a month on a Tuesday night, church, whole church prayer meeting, 8 o'clock to 9.30. Week of prayer coming up with Rachel, 9th to the 30th of October. And time in God's presence. I can't recommend to you enough what it means to come and worship and soak and seek the Holy Spirit power and refreshment in God on a Sunday night. And Nikki's going to do that twice a month for us as well. And so that's a lot of opportunities to usher in the kingdom, to get charged up, to be the ones who come to God and ask and seek and knock. Because the prayers of many are significant in the scriptures. You see it in the New Testament. It drives apostolic uh, power. It drives local church uh, witnessing and discipleship. And we're building it into the church rhythm this term because we want to see hundreds, thousands of people hear the gospel who've never heard it before. And we want to see them respond and become part of God's kingdom and his big picture. And prayer is how we get there. And that's what we can do. We can get into these events, go out on those evenings where it's lashing with rain, put on your coat and go, I'm going anyway, and just you know, head out through the door and, and go, go for it. Get to that prayer meeting and pray together. So praise God, that's what we're going to do. Uh, one last thing to mention, and I'm really excited about this. This term, we're, for the whole year, we're adding a new member to our team, and that is Nathan. <laughs> there he is. And so he starts on Tuesday. He's coming. You're going to have a rest tomorrow, aren't you? You've done a study week. We'll hear lots from him. But how good it is to have a passionate Jesus follower with a heart to pray, to encourage our young people to serve God in many, many ways in this church picture. And we do pray. We will pray for you, Nathan, to, to really be blessed. And praise God. And thank you, uh, Joe. Joe is going to accommodate Nathan for this term. So praise God. Thank you, Joe. Well done. Um, and we will need accommodation for Nathan from January onwards, I think. We'll see how that goes. We'll keep you updated. We'll see how we get on. But praise God. We're great to have you, Nathan. We're really pleased about that. So last thing, we come back to the puzzle because uh, it's time to complete it. And so Abigail, I'm going to need you in a moment, if that's okay. Just stand by. Because all we do as a church in this term and into the future is part of God's big picture. The same gospel that's shared in Zimbabwe is the same gospel shared here. The same spirit in Mexico is the same spirit that's working among us here. The same prayer-fueled apostolic work in New Ground is the same prayers that start here. And the same King Jesus who's blessing us. And Aled and Lou in the Philippines is the same Jesus who moves among us here. And the same love that is in this place is the love of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit working among us. And as we grow in unity with God and one another, we're going to see more and more of the Father's heart. And this is where I need Abigail's help. Are you there, Abigail? Or is she? Oh, no, I'm going to have Kate's help. That's all right. That's fine. <laughs> Don't worry. Kate's going to complete our picture. You can, yeah, you can give her a round of applause. Well done. <laughs> because <laughs> for everyone who was concerned and slightly anxious that we weren't going to do this, <laughs> praise God, we can. Because the thing is, when you ask God's kingdom to come, the pressure's off. God brings 
the kingdom. We purely implore him for that final piece. And so you're part of something much, much bigger. And I just want you to remember that. I think you're going to remember that, which is good. Because Jesus, who's the founder and finisher of our faith, he's even now starting to work among us. And I think the best way to conclude today uh, is to take communion together and just remember that. And so I'm going to ask you to get into groups of no less than three. And uh, you can take as much or as little time over this as you want. And I understand different people have uh, yeah, different limits, etc. in terms of this. But I, I'd be really content and really happy if we could just do this in some small groups after I pray. And uh, I won't say any more after this. I'll say amen. And then perhaps James will pop some music on uh, for us and just, just move. And then Rachel, um, Nicole will come and close up for us after that. But why don't we just submit ourselves to God again uh, as a family? Father, we thank you and praise you that we are able to come before you today because of your son, Jesus. His death, his burial, his resurrection, Lord. It's the power at work in us to do all that you've called us to do and more. And we, we want to submit this whole term to you, Lord. We know salvation belongs to you. And we ask you to break in, to save many, to stir us to pray on those dark nights, to stir us again, to rejoice, Lord, to support one another like a team, to come around each other, Lord, di- deepen our knowledge and understanding of your love in this place, we pray. Bless everyone from the youngest to the oldest at every age and stage. And be glorified by King's Church, Oxted, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's take communion together and then we'll close. Thanks, James.